all and welcome to the brand new episode of the Reader's Voice. Imagine if I told you in February 2020 that we will be going into a ceaseless lockdown starting somewhere in next month. Would you have believed me? If I told you that everyone would be working from home, people would be losing their jobs, their dreams, passions, their loved ones, or even their lives, would you even consider it a viable possibility? I don't think so. Most of the people would have said that it's impossible, impractical, or just plain rubbish. But it happened anyway. And that's the point. Humans underestimate a lot of things, like a small virus, or a short man with a small mustache, or a young girl with a diary. I'm Mahima Gaur, and today's episode is going to be my take on the Holocaust literature. The purpose of reading the history, or the fictions, or biographies, or any kind of literature surrounding it is that it makes us realize the potential of humans, the greatness that we can achieve and the monsters that we can be, how much power we hold and how powerless we are. We are left in awe of the people who never run out of hope no matter what and how life always goes on. As the author of Night, Elie Wiesel, who was himself a Holocaust survivor written in his book, Quote unquote, for in the end, it is all about memory, its sources and its magnitude, and of course, its consequences. And that's why people will be reading of pandemic happening in 2019-2020 in the books written in 2090 or even 2100. And that's why we need to read about 1939-1942. World War First, World War Second, and the horrors that the world faced in Holocaust. The Holocaust was a systematic state-sponsored persecution and murder of six million Jews by Nazi regime. When Nazis came to power in Germany in 1933, they believed that Germans were racially superior and Jews were deemed inferior. They were an alien threat to the so-called German racial community. During the Nazi era, German authorities also targeted other groups because of their perceived racial and biological inferiority, like Roma, Gypsies, people with disabilities, some of the Slavic people, Soviet prisoners of war, Black people, and also other groups, like um, based on their ideological and behavioral grounds, like communist, socialist, and even homosexuals. When we think about that not even a century has gone by since this frightening episode, but lessons still remain to be learned. And we think that we have come a long way since then, but think back again, have we really? We are still tolerant to many things that are different. Humanity has still got a lot to look back and reflect upon. You live in a good neighborhood. You have friends there. You are quite fond of them. That street, that space, your house. Imagine all of these things being snatched away from you just because of who you are. 
think about those neighbors your friends turning against you because someone reminded them one fine day that you are different you are different from them they belong to something else and you belong to something else that you have different beliefs and that's why you cannot be with them the way you used to be you never saw a problem with being with them before before some man came along and said that you need to be eradicated from the face of the earth such a slap in the face that would be and that's why you need to learn from the past you need to take lessons of the tolerance appreciate peace and being kind no matter what but that's not all there is to it if you actually dive deeper you will find a lot of other gems too think about a time in your life when you thought that you have hit rock bottom and nothing comes beneath what got you through that time maybe hope maybe love maybe your will or a dream or all of these or something else but there was definitely one thing present a purpose those who have a why to live can bear with almost anyhow read man's search for meaning by victor e frankel and you will know what i am talking about concentration camps were as bad as life could get on earth and people had lost everything even themselves the agenda was to turn humans into lifeless beings before actually killing them if you turn humans into non human enough if you can make them look non human enough then it was it would be easier to kill them but even in those tough times victor e frankel a survivor of four concentration camps talk of hope power purpose kindness and love sure there are horrific truths about the camps or the life in the camps which is mentioned in his book but it is also a story of not giving up he writes everything can be taken from a man but one thing the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way and for the record you have to remember that he had witnessed people giving up into their survival instincts people were degraded enough by starvation humiliation and torture he had witnessed cannibalism in the camps and yet he writes of power and purpose and love i loved his take on love love goes very far beyond the physical person of the beloved it finds its deepest meaning in his spiritual being his inner self whether or not he is actually present whether or not he is still alive at all ceases somehow to be of importance in a nutshell this book is amazing and i don't have enough words to tell you how amazing now i'm sure that most of you have heard the name of anne frank she was the one who actually got me hooked to the genre of holocaust literature this was almost 6 years back when i was sitting in my school library and that was the first time when i read an excerpt from the diary of a young girl in a magazine and i just i discovered that what actually laid beneath the surface what actually was life like for the people during the holocaust um beyond the history beyond what the books 
cover and what we learn in social science classes there was actually life there were actual people and that's how you learn history starting from below not from the uniform nazi officers not from adolf hitler not from statistics of the numbers but from a young girl from someone who could not survive the camp from someone who was just scared and who was living with her family who was on a run who tried to hide who tried to protect herself and her loved ones and still she could not succeed but she gave the world something of her which has kept her alive in hearts of millions even today it is incredible how even in such a small space she has written about her quest for identity beauty of world and and of hope she has inspired so many generations by her amazing witty words when she says quote and quote i don't think of all the misery but of the beauty that still remains we start looking up around ourselves for the beauty that she is talking about and now more than ever we need that attitude to find that beauty and remain hopeful everyone has inside of him a piece of good news the good news is that you don't know how great you can be how much you can love what you can accomplish and what your potential is this is something that ann frank has written in her diary the diary of a young teenager and she has so much faith in the world which makes us wonder if we can actually be that great we can if we can actually live up to her expectations but sure her work actually makes me want to try to and that's why i love this diary um this journal and i think everyone should at least give it a try both the books that we talked about till now were memoirs or journals there is also a huge amount of fiction uh, around holocaust but why do we really need it after holocaust there were survivors there were people or things that could survive but also there were many who couldn't what about their stories someone needs to tell them too some people think that it is historically inaccurate or question if it's actually true the answer is they don't need to be true they are stories which were very much needed to be written to tell stories which were lost and could never find their way to us maybe a little bit of it is truth but i think that even that much truth is worth being spoken and that's why the book thief has my love written by marcus is that the book thief does not have a concentration camp gas chamber or battlegrounds but it has streets children life death and bombs it is a story set up in the holocaust time and maybe it is not 100% historically accurate but it is a possibility of a story which still gives us a lot to be honest when this is all over and no one writes a good novel about what life was like in pandemic in the streets which i can actually relate to i will be very disappointed so i believe that lisa deserved her story being told this book takes you moment by moment and step by step on a journey where you know those people love them and lose them this book also gives some important lessons 
of friendship, kindness, and how people will always be people. And no matter what comes tomorrow, embrace your life today. Risk a heartbreak, but make your heart happy. The book says, quote unquote, I have to say that although it broke my heart, I was and still am glad I was there. Just be glad that you were there. Be glad that you are here right now. Everything is good. And if it, if it isn't, it will be. All these books entail one thing. Humanity at its worst has some great lessons to offer. And lucky for those who learn them. Life is uncertain. What you have got is this moment and how you use it makes all the difference. If you want to delve deeper into this genre, other than these, you can go for Night by Elie Wiesel or um, All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. It is not exactly about Holocaust, but still it is about World War II and what happened in France and half of it is set in Germany. And these are two amazing reads if you want to give them a shout. Happy reading, folks.